Yes, yes, yes. Must be Tuesday tape time. Episode number 62 of Grind Time with Darren McCarty. I am your host. Four time. Yeah, I still got four. Four time Stanley Cup champion. Your Detroit Red Wings. Or maybe they weren't your Detroit Red Wings, but they're ours. So all the Red Wing fans everywhere, uh, thank you. Um, episode 62. This is a this is uh our three-part grind time. With Aaron McCarty, tribute to our military service and the truth of PTSD and suicide and what's going on, especially right in our back door. Um, I was privileged to do a Skype interview um, with Ralph Gaskins, uh, who is the author of A Warrior's Garden. Um, we're going to figure out how we're going to chop that up and add it to this. Um, but the the bottom line um, is that we're all in it together. Uh now, before I start this episode, uh, let me say happy anniversary and thank you to Andy and Sarah Bisha, who, if anybody knows, Andy's the uh, met him, uh, the my rainbow unicorn that uh, set up the show. So it's his anniversary, so we let him we let him go. McCool and David and Stephen and Angel have the helm. Perry, uh, my co-host, as always, uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, I want to say. Don't Dude, nice, uh, nice work, uh, you and McCool and Andy and all the guys with this show and our guests. Um, not only this show, but the next show, and I'll get to it. And our our guest, Josh Krzyzewski, Um he's a buddy, he's a friend. Uh, he's a Army veteran, uh, member of the Michigan Warriors Hockey Club. He's also a uh, Ladder 8 Southwest. There Southwest. it is, Southwest Firefighter. So... Uh, Good to see you, buddy. Um, Thanks for having me back. Well, it. you know, it's it's good. It's one of these things that, uh, you know, you've lost a couple guys close to you and stuff. Uh, you know, I'm going to start this episode out, though. Uh, we're going we're gonna to start off with our loves, you know, one of the things. And you love hockey as much as I do. You love hockey more than I do, <laughs> I does. think. Yes, I does. think you do. So this weekend, you'd appreciate this because uh, I was in Brockville. Uh, Ontario for uh, the Heroes of Motown, as you can see the tooth there, and these are the dinner plates that they had. So three, two, one. Here's a photo, and I want you to see. So it was the Heroes of Motown, and what they do in, in Brockville, um, Ontario, is the community is a we community, right? Which I preach about. It's all about the we, which is what Grind Time here NRM Streamcast is about doing it together so from left to right uh todd gill todd bertuzzi chris kotsopoulos brad may ally afraidy randy latticer myself brad marsh and chris cheery cheerios chelly chelly on the side so what had happened is uh the community there started uh six years ago they got together and uh as most great ideas do it's around beers and weed and in in the garage <laughs> and they decide that they want to give back to the community and these are guys so they had this ice rink in brockville that burnt down that they skated in when they were kids and so they decided to do fundraiser and raise money and they were able to get outdoor ice sheet so fast forward they started uh five years five years ago they started the original six series where they'd have they had boston new york uh, Montreal, the Rangers, and we were the fifth year, so next year's Toronto, where they come in, and we come in for a Friday, get drafted, play in the outdoor rink. Wow, five years that they've been doing this. It has boards, it has glass, it has a roof, but that overhang roof, so you're playing, and it's cold as heck, and the snow's going outside. It was so unbelievable, but the wee community that was brought about there is, is everything that we preach about here at Grind Time, so I want to say thanks to uh, Jeff uh, Severson and 
and Ron, Ryan, everybody, Megan, everybody associated with Brockville because you got it going. I call it the Brockville Blueprint. You know, it's uh, it's something that uh, is amazing that any community that wants to build anything and they want to do it for themselves, it can be done. Mm -hmm. I saw it. And, you know, there's proof, and that, and that was awesome. Were you the MVP of the weekend? I mean, I'm looking. You're the rookie in this group. Uh, you know what? No, Bert's, Bert's the rookie, oh, but, Bert's uh, rookie. yeah, Bert, okay, Maisie's yeah. a year older than me, and then the rest of them are like 60 or so. But, uh, no, Chelly and I actually uh, were on the winning team, and uh, Maisie came in. Uh, we we uh, late season acquisition, and, uh, and we pulled it off. Because if you're going to play, you're going to win, which uh, – you know, which which reminds me, because it's your hockey love, because we actually play the Detroit Red Wing alumni yes. um, against the Michigan Warriors, which uh, in three, two, one, I will show you a picture of. There, there you is. go. And if you can't no. see. There it is. That's our first, that's there our first is. one. He's right there. Always, He's always chasing me back. Always chasing the me back. was a bit longer. The hair was a bit longer back then, but it's still me. Yeah, it is. It, not at all. It's a little hot in here, and as you can see, you know, we, we believe in miracle flow, and I just got it recently trimmed, so I thought I'd uh, spark it out. But, uh, <laughs> you know, one of the things that we've we've done together is uh, all these guys here, the Michigan Warriors, um, you know, deal with, with issues that they've been in, uh, whether they've been – um, in do, you know, on duty and active duty yeah. or whatever else. I think you said it right before. We've all seen some ugly Everybody. and some bad and Everybody. stuff. And and the biggest thing, if we we start with, uh, um, you know, the PTSD and the suicides, the one thing that resonated so much with me in my conversation with Ralph yesterday was when the pain oversees the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. Right, ability to keep going, which means you're spent in all three departments. That's when it seems like it's the only option for you. And and I look back at my life because I've, you know, thought at different times, um, you know, that the easy taking the easy way out. But I realized that even though I was mentally and physically drained, spiritually I wasn't. And I thank God for that. Is that so? It's one of those things that uh, that. I think the awareness and we talk about it. So give uh, the grind time listeners at home a little bit of your background to uh, how you got into the military, where you grew up, you know, yeah. why you love hockey so much. So I, I grew up in Livonia and I joined the military a couple years after um, 9-11 and the U.S. Army went into Iraq in 2003 and that's when I knew that is where I wanted to be. There was no other, there was another question in my mind, what I want to do with my life than be in the army and go to Iraq. So I went there in December, we went there in March. I was in December recruiting, decided, hey, listen, man, let's join the military. Where do, what do I have to sign to get to Iraq? And the recruiter said, hey, easiest one I've had this week. And I joined. That was it. Now, were, were you always, did, was that always something? That I, don't, just, I don't have a military background. Uh, my mom was in law enforcement. My stepdad was in law enforcement. But I had a couple older brothers or buddies in high school who had older brothers that were in Iraq in the invasion. And I just, that's, I don't know, it just hit me, hit me right here. And that's what I wanted to do. Uh, so I went and did it. I joined and then uh, graduated high school in 2004 and went into the Army in September right afterwards, you know, June and then September. And spent a year in Iraq, a year and a half in Afghanistan. Loved it, loved everything about it. 
wanted to be home a little bit more, so I got out on my honorable discharge, and then I became a defense contractor. Spent a few more years overseas just wearing jeans and a T-shirt. What's point. a defense contractor do? Uh, so the military, um, to save funds, uh, they'll hire private citizens like myself uh, on contract to go do the same exact job that I was doing in wearing a uniform. Uh, just we get paid better. Get paid. Yeah, yeah, we got paid a hell of a lot better. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it was, it was a great. So it's like, like, like a body, like bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, per, yeah personal protection, uh, protective security specialist. That was my, that was okay. my job title. PSS. Yeah, because people don't realize, and I know this because I got buddies that go to different countries like Brazil and all. Yeah. But you need you need a security detail around you. Yeah, because, anywhere. So right. they, they the the government would hire us. Uh, we were I worked for Department of Defense, Department of State. And I did that for almost five more years afterwards. Um, then my son was born, and you both you both met him, Ali. Yeah, he's yes. you know, and uh, and it's just one of those things where I just I had to come home. Yeah, um, I just didn't want to be overseas anymore. So so, so when you think back, and you know, the one thing is because this recently hit real close to you because you know we, we've lost. Two of the Michigan Warriors in the last two what, months, two yeah. months, and guys that you're really close to, um, you know, one of the biggest things is that I realize is that PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder, is you don't have to be in the military. You, you're a human no. being. You probably have it. So it's a, one of those things that 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 it's, we're all aware. And and I didn't realize that I had it so bad as I did. You know, with with different things. Because it's classified as as so many different things that right. we as men aren't supposed to um, cop to, you know, because that that's vulnerability. Right. And being in the military or being a hockey player, or, um, you know, being in a man's world or whatever to, like you said before, we've all seen ugly. We all know how to compartmentalize mm -hmm. different things, except something happens where where you put all that dark stuff and don't talk about it, then it comes back and it bites you in the ass. Yeah. Now, mm. now, because here's the thing is that you have a different perspective. You know, we, we here at Grind Time lost, lost, lost a brother in Dan O'Connor a few months ago in his sleep. We're a guy who, you know, uh, next episode, which is the last part of uh, our tribute, uh, I'm going to have a couple people on to talk about him that knew him, that knew him well. And, um, it, it, it's one of those things I want from your perspective. How do you deal with it? Because you're seeing it. And to me, I relate it to losing tough guys or former players yeah. to concussions or addictions or stuff like that because of CTE, concussions, or PTSD and stuff. I'm just wondering, how, are you, how do you process it or how do you go about it? That's a tough question. Um this is how the Michigan Warriors was started. There was there was a gap in in services for veterans, you know, five years ago, five and a half years ago, where you know I just didn't see what was available for veterans to be able to process PTSD or, or, or CTE uh, TBI. There was there was nothing for veterans to have that outlet, and and that's where the hockey program started. Was I saw this need? I saw veterans that were hurting, myself included. And, and we just started it. We just started playing hockey. Um, today, I'm a lot different today than I was five years ago with this hockey program, and especially over the past two months with the two guys we just lost, um, Chris Gokey and Damon Clayton, two of my best buds. Uh, Gokey was at my baby shower 
and uh, Damon, you know, I'd see that guy every single week, and he just, you know, had this big personality in the locker room. And it's been it's been a tough couple of months with the Michigan Warriors, but now compared to five years ago, uh, I understand that talking about these traumas that we all go through, not just in the military, not just in law enforcement or fire, but anywhere, the traumas we go through, it's so imperative to talk about it. Because like you were just saying, we compartmentalize, we internalize um, these different situations we go through. And at some point, it's going to boil. It's like a pot of boiling water. At some point, you're going to boil over. And I, I don't know the, the thought process or what Damon or Chris were thinking when they decided to take their own lives. But it had to have been so overwhelming that that was the only answer. And it's my hope that being able to talk about it today and continue to say their names and talk about what we go through, that no other veteran, no other firefighter, law enforcement personnel, anybody anywhere has to feel that they're alone because they're not. I felt that way for years. I mean, I was hitting the bottle hard. I had a pill addiction. Um, and I felt that way. I felt alone. And it's just being able to, and I didn't talk about any of this with anybody. Who are you talking to now, or who have you talked to in the past to get you to this point? Everybody in the hockey program, uh, and, and having, you know, being on the show like this, like today, I mean, this is a huge step forward, not only for myself, but for the entire Michigan Warriors hockey program. Just being able to put it out there and say, you know what, yeah, we don't have to be a tough guy. We don't have to say, you know what, yeah, we're fine, we're okay, I got it. You don't have to say that. You can say it, you're not okay. It's okay to not be okay it, it is too which is you know that's that that's the one thing is to be able to talk about it or to say hey you know what i'm i'm not here now and and i'm not or or the worst thing is why am i getting so angry you know yeah. this isn't me when you know it yourself as you're watching yourself like a third person go yeah. off and you're like going who is this person because you know it and you don't have the answer so to be able to uh express that is there is there something that, like, when people hear about this, like, from your perspective, what the public or somebody somebody who maybe has a friend or do you have advice or is there things other than reaching out to the Michigan Warriors, which which you guys always, you know, you guys are on Facebook yeah. and, and uh, different things. Like, what, from your perspective, because you live, you live this from the soldier's perspective, right? Where we can expand it and let it know as grind time too that everybody goes through it. Everybody needs to communicate. Yeah. Everybody needs to talk about where they're at because it's not right, it's not wrong, it not is. Is there a way that you see like something that's not being done or something that can be done more? Is that we just keep talking about it and keep letting guys know that they can reach out? Yeah, it's just, it's it, that's all it is. It's really, I mean... The most that we can do is just continue the conversation, keep the topic at the front of everybody's minds because everybody's hurting from something. And to let people know that it's okay to talk to somebody. When 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 Goki took his own life, I mean, we saw it coming the day or two before it happened. And, 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 and so so you saw it coming. We saw it coming. So so it what were the, the right the what were the signs? The the si he was all over he was all over social media posting about, you know, hurting and, and to the point where like, you know, I'm I'm gonna take my own life, this, that and the other. And we everybody in the Michigan Warriors, we reached out to him, called him, we sent we sent the police to his house to do a welfare check. And the police saw him when he was still alive and the, even the police couldn't do anything. When Goki had made his mind up that was it. Like any of us. That was it. Like, like any of us. Like any of us. You know, professional athletes, anybody. 
military, yeah, every, law enforcement, firemen. No, when you're done, you're done. When you make your choice, you make your choice, and we're mm, we're thick headed. But and uh, you make your you make your decision. So it's hard to say so, so, when that happens, when that choice is made to turn that choice around. It's really hard. But we would just want to catch people before that decision. And you try you did try to help. So my in my, in my opinion, and this is what I preach, and I think this is what's very important. And and you personally know this coming from me or how I see things, enjoy my truth, is that you can only do you to the best of your ability yeah. and when, and listening to you talk and what, what I've heard is the person that Josh has become because whatever else is he realized it's not about him it's not. where I realize you know where it's not about me if it was about me and you we'd probably be uh statistic also but realize yeah. that it's about the guys that we lose or to reach out and sometimes your best intentions you do everything to your best of your ability and still bad things happen but you and and all the mission where I say that you did your you guys to the best of your ability because even too when you do everything right, still bad things happen or the That's wrong cool. thing happens. And I think the reality is what end of it do we hold? So what Josh Krajewski here is telling you is that exactly do your best to your ability and whether it is when you see this coming, because they did see it coming and they did reach out and they sent a wellness check and still he made that decision. So that's human being. You're allowed to make your decisions, but the fact that you should have some solace in the fact that, that you kept it. We do. And that's, that's, that's what really helps. And that's the difference. That's the difference now to five years ago when you're talking about when you didn't have the Michigan Warriors program, which I know is so important to all of us and stuff. So, um, so, uh, you know, other than that, so you're telling me that things are being done and there are other things that can can be done because you see these steps and you would have gotten to it. So for the first time in our hockey program, just this past Sunday, we had the director of uh, PTSD from... Uh, PTSD and suicide prevention from the Ann Arbor VA hospital come out to our skate. She met with all of our skaters that were there on Sunday and just, and just lended an ear to anybody in the program that needed it said, Hey, listen, if anybody needs to talk about what you've been through the past couple of months or any trauma that you've had in the past, I'm here. So we proactively reached out to her, brought her into our program and we're going to, and I think what's going to happen within our program is we're going to make mandatory meetings at least once a year to say, just to bring her in front of us to say, hey, this is who I am. I'm here if you yeah. need me. So, so there is some help out there. There's tons and, and, of help and, and out so there. So don't be afraid. Well, yeah. here, here's the one thing, too, is what Josh is saying is that, you know, you're proactive. And, you know, I'll sit here and tell you yeah, how many times I got to tell you is that I will stick up for the cannabis plant like I did for the Red Wings because it saved my life because I got the truth on it. And, and it's led me on a journey to find myself, which, um, is, you know, the truth and everything in the, in the world these days, but the effort is going into it. You guys are putting the effort in there's awareness. You're changing it. You're not sitting around. So you should be commended about that. Yeah. Commended about that. That's what's helping us. Everybody in the program, myself included, is the fact that at the end of the day, what happened happened, but we can sit here and say that we did our best. If yeah. I could, if I couldn't say that, then and, I then and, I'd walk away. And but. God bless. That's that's such a huge such a huge part. Let's talk a little bit about. Uh, so you've been a fire. I 
Dude, you were so geeked when you got into firefighter school. <laughs> yes. And, yes. and I was like, oh my, man, I've seen those competitions where you got to run all the way up. Yeah. It's going to take you like twice as long because you got these little legs. I know, and, yeah. I mean, you did you not even. dollhouses. <laughs> tree forts, but. Yeah. Ah, well, look at Perry with a joke. Yeah. Um, anyways, bud, so give me a little, before I, I, I'll get into what I got for you. Um, tell me a little bit about the firefighter, how long you've been doing it. Oh, I love it. I was at Engine 46 when I first started over on the east side uh saw a couple good fires over there uh, a couple good uh, medic runs detroit runs medic now uh then i got transferred down to ladder eight in southwest which again absolutely love my truck service down here great crew great group of guys and it's just it's a great job i mean I, aside from being in the military and contracting this is uh, just without a doubt the best job i've ever had in my entire life it's a great fit um from what i've been through to what i want to do now with my life uh it's it's a good department to work for it's the best department in the whole world I love it, man. I, 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 lo I love the fact that, you know, like you keep pushing on, pushing on and, and showing that bad things happen to good people mm -hmm. and we can't explain it, but we got to stick together. So the fact that, you know, because you are the glue to that Michigan Warriors team and, and that's from glue, that's glue to one team talking to glue to the other yeah. because it's not when things are good. It's when things are bad. Like now is when you show show your colors the most. Now, I've been with my travels. I've been uh, I've come across and I can't really the the company's getting rebranded and stuff. But just to show people, because the one thing that that with uh, being a firefighter, right? Which and I asked you about this is like your visor and it gets fogged up because you go into a fire. You said you got a little bit of a scar. You yeah, want to tell everybody you, know, you got a little yeah, bit of a. It was, it was my first house fire. It was a little bit hot, hotter than I thought it was going to be, and I wasn't as low as I should have been. But, okay, yeah, lesson learned. One lesson time, learned. Not, yeah, it won't happen again now. Anyways, I want you to take this. Now it's a new nanotechnology, which means small, but uh, that that's coming out. Um, rebranding but uh, i want you to take down your firehouse and the reason they're different it's because uh one's like a little bit stronger than the other but there's the same yeah. sort of solution and because when run into the fire a lot of the time with the heat and the sweat it fogs up your mask right it, it, and, my, and my first house fire completely fogged yeah like, so as soon as i got in the house i want you to take those try those give them to your buddies and and let me know if if you notice a difference and take it uh Take it to the hockey guys too yeah. for for visors on the ice and for glasses and let me know what the what the feedback is yeah. on if there's something there and stuff. Um, Thank you. You know, uh, before I uh, appreciate you coming, but it, um, we got a game coming up. We got a game April 11th. April 11th. Where's Canton, that one at? Arctic Edge. Arctic Edge in Canton. Yep. All right. Look, we always look forward to that one. It's gonna be a great skate. Yeah. <laughs> it, re really it really is. Skate. We'll have to get yeah. out before then too. I still want to get you guys out and do some. Uh, yeah. A little bit of hockey schools and stuff, but uh, before I before I let you go, and I appreciate you to keep doing what you're doing. Is uh, so just so you know how long standing we've known this guy and and how much I bust his his chops. Um, he actually brought Perry and I uh, t-shirts <laughs> one time. Now I don't have it, but Perry's got a photo of this. In three, two, one. Look it. Everybody needs a garden gnome. This is a Josh Krajewski. Absolutely. He's his own shirt. That's an original right that there. That is an yes. OG original. Michigan Warriors on the back. <laughs> and, and the irony is, it's the first time I wear it. Darren and I are down at the Red Wing game, and they're handing out garden Red Wing gnomes. gnomes. Garden gnome. Night. I mean, it was just, yeah. It just makes it apropos. So, yep. you know, continue... Uh, 
what you're doing, bud. We're always here for you and your and your your guys. Uh, Michigan Warriors on Facebook, your website or MichiganWarriors.org. MichiganWarriors.org. You can get tickets for the Red Wings alumni. Uh, they're on sale right now on the website. And yep. we're all over Facebook, Instagram, all over the place. And then talk to me about uh, you're gonna have some of those shirts that you show me on there. Yeah, we will. We're gonna have. So this is important, guys, because we're always looking for, uh, looking for remembrance of things. But this really hit me with my VTI when he showed me it, and it's it's the Michigan Warriors shirt. So and yeah, on the back it says the picture. But with uh, with Damon and Chris, we created this new T-shirt honoring them with their numbers, uh, with our logo, their numbers in the dog tag, sixteen and seventeen, and then below our logo it says "End the War Within." End and the that's, War and Within. That's that's our new. That's that's gonna be a new tag. For as long as we, as long as we're a program, yeah. um, because that's what we're about, and and it's a great. It was created by Nico Munez, uh, and and it's just it means exactly what we're doing as a program. So when I see you guys next, we'll you know, bring some t-shirts. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. Love you, kid, and keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, here at Grind Time, we work hard, tackle the issues facing all our veterans. Coming up next on episode 63, we have special guest military veterans Stephanie Zarb and Jason Zilke. Both are heavily involved in helping American veterans and advocating for veterans' rights and solving critical issues that our veterans are facing daily. Thank you to everybody out there. Thank you to Josh Krzyzewski, all the crew and everything. But remember here at Grind Time, no matter how many times you fall down, get your ass back up. We're out. <laughs>